Hello, climate change. Waking up and taking action one conversation at a time. That's my goal anyway. So this is a bonus episode. It is the last 10 or so minutes of my conversation with David Clark, who's the president of the Weather Channel and an old childhood friend. If you did not hear, the bulk of this conversation is in the previous episode. And it was very, it was really such a pleasure to talk to David. Uh, You know, I think way back to (laughs) just, you know, just altercations with him when we were 10 years old, you know, and (laughs) um, my experience of him as a teenager and I don't know that it, I need to go into much depth about this, but I will say that if uh, there are people that you think you know as teenagers, they, they, they may surprise you in very pleasant ways as you grow. I'm not saying that I had negative feelings about him, but I, I, I just never would have envisioned that I would find some that that I would find in him an ally or a sort of a companion in this mental place that I find myself in, which is having looked closely at at what climate change is indicating and being surrounded by people who, who maybe haven't quite looked that closely yet. Um, so it's, which is, uh, sort of like feeling like everyone still believes in Santa Claus. (laughs) And so it was really nice to talk to someone else who's in this position of trying to communicate to people that there's no Santa Claus and uh, that actually we really need to be doing something. I wouldn't want to use the word drastic but um, or extreme, but, but uh, decisive and uh, significant very soon. I especially appreciated, I asked him the question, you'll hear it in a minute, about um, what, it go, what it's like for him in the role that he's in and, you know, with access to the scientists that he has access to and sort of the information that he gets firsthand um, from them about what climate change, the significance of it, it, what it means, how it goes for him when he's talking to people who um, are in his life and he's trying to impress upon them uh, the seriousness of the situation. So his answer was really, really good. The website for the podcast is cc. Dot info, and you can find all the episodes there. You can also find them on iTunes or wherever you like to get your, your podcasts. Give me a review on iTunes. That helps other people find the podcast. That would be wonderful if you want to help me out. Also, I'd like to just put it out there. I will at some point talk to David again. Um, I could certainly email him. So if there's anything that you wanted um, to hear me ask him and that I didn't ask him, uh, please let me know. Okay, enjoy. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm trying to think if there's any last question I want to ask you for this time. Um, I mean, we could certainly keep talking. Well, where would you go next? If we were gonna, if we were just starting now and we were recording for another hour, what what would be the next big thing you'd delve into? I mean, there are a lot of interesting topics. I think one of the things that were, you know, I just mentioned probability and risk is helping people understand, you know, often I hear, you know, on one end of the spectrum, you hear people say, oh, this is not happening at all. But most people will say, well, it may be happening, but really how bad is it? I think the way to think about any risk, you know, if you're an insurance justice, by the way, the insurance companies are the other group of people who 
organizations who are not debating climate change anymore. You know, they are adjusting their policies and, you know, all that. And there's, you know, there's a lot of hard math behind that uh, to deal with this so that they don't go bankrupt in the future. Um, but, uh, you know, sometimes I, I, I will say, or the Weather Channel will say, you know, okay, so are you sure that the climate is not changing? Are you 100% sure? And how much risk is too much? If you said, if I told you that there was a 2% chance that um, the planet was going to be uninhabitable by the time your kids are adults, would you think that was enough to take action, right? right. Um, those are, those are other, another kind of way in uh, on the story. You know, and for that kind of middle group that is opening to hearing more understanding that the risk is likely greater than, than they currently perceive is just another aspect of, you know, communicating. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. I think that's a, that's like a whole, that's a whole podcast. Yeah. Well, let's, let's do that one down the road. You can do one on, you can do one on the military. You can do one on, probability and risk. You can do one on communication alone. What else? Well, I, another thing that you got another one you're thinking of? No, I could keep going. You, you go. <laughs> well, I mean, this is outside of the realm of, of what happens on air, you know, at the weather channel and more on the, on the personal side is, as I'd like to hear more about what happens in those conversations you have at cocktail parties and how does that go? You know, how do, how do, how do people respond to you? I'm sure it's, there's a, of course a spectrum, but like, you know, and what do you figure out? I, I find when I have those conversations, I figure out later, you know, maybe what else I would have said or what else I would have asked that person to, you know, to get them thinking and just wondering what that yeah. is like for you. So it's hard, right? I, I think, um, if you're talking about someone who, um, where this is kind of a tribal issue and they can be sort of unpersuadable. What I try, what I've learned in this and I, I've tried all different things, including the, um, well, here's your fact and here's my fact and let's keep giving each other facts until we have to go home. <laughs> that, that usually doesn't work. Right. What I've learned is the most effective is just to listen yeah. um, and try to understand where people are coming from. And I don't typically, I don't find it necessarily effective to try to make a case, you know, sort of lay out the science as it were, right? Um, what has been more effective for me is to appeal to, like, and this is my own experience, appeal to people's interest in, you know, wanting to get more information. And, um, you know, I will invite people into the Weather Channel to talk to uh, an expert on the issue if they want to, uh, you know, I'll say, oh, you, clearly you're very interested in the topic. Would you like to come into the Weather Channel and sit down with some of our experts? I'll make them available and, you know, we can have a larger conversation about climate change. Mm. You know, that kind of thing. It, it doesn't always move the There are some people that I know in the community down here, just in general, who I feel like I have an unending um, sort of debate with. It's almost become sort of playful if it weren't so tragic, <laughs> you know, uh, I think there are people whose minds aren't going to be changed. 
And I think it's, you know, I don't know if that's really where the energy should be for, right. should be put. I, where I'm much more successful is if, you know, if there are people that are curious but just haven't invested the time and understanding it more, then it's very easy to persuade people that, you know what, this issue is actually a lot more serious than uh, you may realize. And here are some things you can go read about it. And, you know, I mean, you'll appreciate this. I went on a trip. I do an annual trip with a, a bunch of people that you and I both grew up with. Mm-hmm. And it's like a golfing weekend. And um, we were talking, I got them all talking about climate change one night. R- very short conversation, I can assure you. But, you know, one sort of shocking fact for parents, and we all, we're all parents who have kids about the same age, uh, anywhere from three to 15, right? I'll say, you know, a 10 year old today when they're adult an adult may be breathing in almost twice as much carbon dioxide every day as their great, great grandparents. Wow. Right. Yeah. You know, think about that. Yeah. Um, when you start to put it in the, you know, so I think kids, people's, you know, the health of your family, the future of your family, what your, the, our, the lives are going to be for our kids that's a that's a way to generate interest in understanding more about the science without you know sort of just directly going into the science. So the science is on one level the science is super easy to explain, yeah. um, but once you start getting into well, what about this? What about that? It gets it, it gets a little bit more complex. And I have to maybe even myself, I've found myself get twisted up sometimes um, in that kind of point by point conversation. But I think if you can start with getting people more open to it, to learning more. You know, we at the Weather Channel did something about a year and a half, two years ago, where we invited retired Marine Corps General Stephen Cheney to Atlanta, and we hosted dinner, and we invited business leaders from around Atlanta to kind of come in here and talk. It was a small, probably 30-person dinner, pretty intimate. And, you know, it was it was a pretty conservative, southern business person kind of crowd. And it was interesting to watch the room interact with somebody who they respected immensely, you know, a retired Marine Corps, uh, one-star general, who had just an amazing track record of service to our country, you know, talk about the national security implications of climate change. So, you know, again, it goes back to it depends who, sometimes it depends on the voices. Um, But even then, uh, you know, in sort of chatting with some people after that, they weren't totally convinced. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> um, gosh. it's so it's, it's, uh, it is not easy unfortunately it's become very politicized uh, in the country uh, it doesn't change the fact that science is the science the science is fundamentally political and mm-hmm. you know done right it's the pursuit of truth and you know it's telling us we've got a big problem that's probably a good place to stop for now, but wow. So great to talk to you. Really, Likewise. On m- m- many levels. Obviously the most, the most two, the prominent ones for me are, you know, just to reconnect. And then the other is, you know, when I first kind of woke up to this, I felt like, why are we not all stumbling out into the street going, holy shit, what are we going to do? <laughs> and it's, it is. Yeah. It is somehow 
reassuring to know that there are others who have a similar sort of mindset about this who are, you know, ringing their alarm bells, <laughs> whatever the size of those bells may be. <laughs> so, um, so thank you for ringing such a big bell. Um, and I really would love to do more conversations with you and, and, you know, I'll just keep in touch and we'll find now, um, the next window and, you know, if any of the topics you mentioned, or if there's anything else that comes to mind and you want to let me know, um, feel free. Cool. Well, listen, thank, thank you very much, much for this. It's very cool. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye.